can die is if I die too. It all ends now. Welcome back to the Cinemani World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our spoiler discussion slash review for Blumhouse's Halloween Ends. I am joined by a member from the Cinemania World team and the Cinemania Nightmare show. We have Tyler Calvert. Tyler, how are you? Hello, I'm doing great. It's fun to talk some more Halloween. Uh, evil dies tonight, I guess, literally this time, <laughs> as opposed to them saying it last time. <laughs> um, it's good to have you here, as always. And for this episode, everyone, for this spoiler talk, we have a very special guest here for you guys here today. We have, from the Nightlight Podcast on Bloody FM, we have Prince Jackson, fellow horror fan. Prince, how are you, buddy? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. How is everybody doing here? Very, very, very good. Very, very good. We This has been kind of in the works, you and I, doing a show here for yeah. a while. So it's really good to have you here on this show on this late night Saturday to talk <laughs> all things about Halloween ends. But how are you doing? How is everything going? Everything's going great, and you're right. This has been a very much a long time coming, and I'm I'm happy we're finally able to kind of get it in the books. And I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about Halloween ends. Uh, it, it's a hot commodity right now. It is. <laughs> it's, it's Twitter. It's been, it's been trending for days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twitter is like nuts with this film. But I mean, I, I was talking about this during this during the regular review. The non-spoiler, I was saying that this is, I remember coming out of Halloween Kills and I was like, dude, I hated that thing. You know, I just didn't <laughs> like what they went for and what they did. But coming out of, coming out of ends, I was like conflicted. And I was like, and I think that's what Twitter is showcasing right now. You have right. two sides of a war. You have one side who is like, this movie's awesome, it's bold, it's new, it's fresh. And then you have the other side who's like, this movie sucks, it took away all the things from Michael Myers, it made him a joke, la 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 la, it's the worst finale. And they are they are just, it's like Thanos and the Avengers right now. They, oh, yeah. This is a big war on Twitter. And I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of like right there in the yeah. middle, like waving my flag. Like, hey, it's okay, everybody. It's not right. that terrible. So, yeah, I'm excited to get into the movie here. But once again, like you, if you read the title, everyone, this is a spoiler review, full spoilers for the movie. We did go in minor spoilers minor spoilers at the end of the non-spoiler review but but if you want non-spoiler thoughts you can check out our review it's up on the channel right now thank you guys all for listening to that but if you are here you've seen the movie and you want to hear some discussion on halloween ends welcome thank you for being here we are going to dive into full spoilers for halloween ends and uh first i wanted to get i wanted to get you guys' thoughts on the film i know tyler you wasn't on our review on a Thursday, uh, so and then Prince, of course, I wanted to get your thoughts as well, just on the film before we dive in to yeah. everything that happens in the movie. Um, 
yeah, let's go to you, Tyler. Your thoughts on Halloween ends like right now? As like, where does it sit for you right now? Oh man, I mean, I've rewatched it since now, since I saw it, of course, at the screening, and then I rewatched it on Peacock. I guess that's kind of what they wanted you to do, since they did the dual release, right? But uh, yeah. I am, I'm still a little bit more mixed. I guess maybe. I was a little bit more frustrated watching it the first time, I guess not as much frustrated on the rewatch. Cause I guess I expected the ridiculousness now. So I'm not like as surprised that Michael Myers doesn't show up until like 40 minutes in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it has some interesting ideas that I do appreciate from this franchise. Cause this franchise has gone on. I mean, this is the 13th one. I mean, there's so many of them at this point. So I commend them for trying to do something different to mix up the formula, try and tell a story with these characters. That's a little bit out of the box, you know, kind of giving us like a full fledged story that isn't centered around Michael Myers, which is weird, but the way that they explored these characters is kind of the issue I have, especially with it being the conclusion to this grand epic trilogy, the way that it was built. Like this was the, you know, Halloween ends. This is the final, the real final battles, you know, supposedly <laughs> between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. We've seen many Michael Myers, Laurie Strode battles, but this is it. Like this is the final one. And I feel like it's just a very weird, jarring thing to hype that up after two movies, especially because 2018's film, I mean, the 2018 film was so good. And mm -hmm. and um, Halloween Kills, I'm still kind of mixed on. You know, it, yeah. ha it has some great carnage in it from Michael. But you bill it as this big, epic conclusion, and you just completely pivot this, the franchise, this trilogy, into a completely different direction. You pick up four years later. You introduce a new character, Corey, who's basically a proxy Michael Myers in this. And you yeah. pretty much revolve the whole story around him, which is kind mm -hmm. of odd where you, cause it's my, you know, it's Michael Myers at the end of the day, this is his franchise. And yeah. he pretty much takes a back seat for the most mm -hmm. of this entire film after he was just this powerhouse of a, of a killer in the last film. Um, but I don't know. It's one of those movies that I definitely have. It, it has some merit to it. I think the story it was trying to tell was promising but didn't stick the landing because yeah, yeah. we got some good stuff with Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is always great in these films. She's always one of the best elements. And when we do get those moments with her and Michael Myers, it's exciting. It's awesome. The ba final battle was mostly satisfying. It's probably not my favorite among their final-ish battles or battles in general, but I left satisfied by the conclusion, but once we got to it, because they kind of just felt like an afterthought until we got about two thirds into the movie. And it's like, we have to have this final battle. It seems like everything else was attached from a different film entirely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some good, there's some good kills. Um, I'm, it's definitely not one that I hate. There was definitely some sequels in the franchise that I definitely will not rewatch very often because I just find no enjoyment out of them. I just mm -hmm. feel like putting this as the the end all be all third film in this trilogy, it feels out of place because the first two films feel very close together in style and tone and this one doesn't. So it's just kind of weird because they don't really mesh all that well to me as a trilogy especially. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely understand that and stuff too. It almost when I rewatched, so I rewatched, I'm on my second watch. I rewatched it. I, I didn't finish it, though. I, I got to the part where Corey kind of does the thing. 
because when I was watching the movie, that's the thing that really, really took me out of it because I actually didn't mind what they were doing and what they were going for here. I agree that it didn't, it didn't feel like a finale movie. It honestly felt like, uh, it felt like a second movie in a trilogy in mm-hmm. a way because yeah, it, 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 it just felt like this is what, this is an idea that we want to do, but, um, you know, it's not really the ending yet. The next movie will be the ending. So, uh, when that happens to Corey at the end, when he like when he when he when he like dies, I was like <laughs> wasted was like, everybody's time. Really? Basically, I was, yeah, I was like, man, you did all of that just for him to just do that and stuff. So you you know the the movie, honestly, it really sitting with it now for a few days, the movie really feels like it wanted to be like Logan in a way because <laughs> if you think about it, it's kind of. It's kind of like Logan, but Laurie Laurie Strode is kind of in the way because you have Michael, who's Logan, and he's like dwindling and he's shaky and he's old and stuff. And then you have the new the new Michael and Corey and stuff. It kind of like being his protege or whatever. Which like don't when when it was happening, I was like, this is a jarring like direction, but I kind of dig it. Like I didn't hate it too much. Like when I was watching it, I just didn't I didn't hate it. I was actually I was really surprised that we were going here as the third and final film. That I that was that was the most surprising for me. But um yeah, it was it's just a movie that um in the middle of the conversation right now, I don't hate it, I don't love it, but I appreciate what they were going for. But as a finale, like it's definitely middle of the road for me for the Halloween franchise. And I'm bummed for that because um, I really, really wanted this to be like the send off for Laurie Strode. And as we were getting close to it, I felt that I wasn't, we wasn't going to get that at least for me. So uh, Prince, let's go to you. Um, what are your, what was your just overall thoughts on, on, uh, on Halloween ends? You know, I, I'm also pretty much in between and, and I agree with what, what both of you are saying as well, because, you know, the main the main thing that felt off right off the bat was just the whole beginning for me. When mm-hmm. we opened with this, I'm just like, wait, <laughs> OK, so this Wrong dude, this, this dude, <laughs> right, like this dude killed this kid on accident and now we're mm-hmm. we're just going from here. And it just it made for me personally, it made not an, an entire amount of sense in the beginning, but I do kind of like it. I, I kind of mm. like what they were trying to go for, kind of like what they were trying to do. However, I don't think this was the appropriate place to do that um, in the trilogy. And yeah. I think this should have been the first movie, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. we should have seen how Michael Myers kind of comes back this way or either the second movie or something like that. But this just didn't feel like a third movie like this. This I feel like Halloween Kills felt like it was almost the perfect send off in some way, even though I wasn't the biggest fan of Halloween Kills. Yeah. It felt like the perfect send off to end this franchise in this franchise if we would have more Laurie Strode in it and not her in the hospital the whole time. Um, but when I think about this particular movie, the first thing that popped in my head was just like, this is season of the witch and Christine. Yeah. 
And, you know, like we had the Christine homage in the movie, which was cool. But uh, even the the, font of Season of the Witch, basically, it's blue. Right. Exactly. That's true. (laughs) Um, But like you you had both of these movies kind of combined into one where you had the weirdness of Christine inside of it to where we had two villains I guess we had a killer car and then we had the guy who drove the car who owned the car. And that was kind of like Corey and Michael and um, Corey was interesting. Like it just, for me, his switch didn't make sense. Like it just, it, that's the main thing that got me was just like him killing people does not make sense to me. Like granted. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the same concept of like, Oh, it didn't make sense for Michael to kill these people. He just did it right. But at the same time, there they made it seem like there was a switch that turned on to where it's just like fuck it. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know if I can cuss on. No, yeah, go ahead, go, go, go ahead. But you know, it was like a switch that turned on that for him to where he's just like, all right, I'm just gonna start killing people now. Like you know, I'm tired of getting pushed around by these fucking high school band geeks. And <laughs> <laughs> that was literally, it was literally what they were. Like that. Uh, was, it, it made no sense. So I was like, okay, so band people in band our marching bands are they're the bullies now they're the jocks okay. <laughs> interesting um but it it was inter- it, it felt so detached from the rest of the trilogy to me that none of this made sense in some ways and i don't know how like perception of time works in illinois but uh michael myers put in a, a a knife inside of a, a piece of rock it's sticking to the point where it almost looked like it was fossilized i was like wait four years <laughs> later that happened oh my god yeah that, i have to wonder because like they they kind of just chose to brush off the whole fact he's been kind of gone for four years in a way because yeah because the last time we saw him he was upstairs in his house murdering Lori's so daughter he well he he killed her Somehow the people downstairs, the cops, everybody didn't notice. He got away, disappeared for four years. No one thought to look in the sewer for four years. They destroyed his home. So I guess that's probably part of why he's in the sewer. He doesn't have a home to go to anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's just, it's it's weird decisions when you have a four year time jump and you kind of just brush off everything that happened in the last one. Even Karen's death wasn't really addressed a ton in this movie yeah we just i really think the, where uh, she was oh, i'm sorry go ahead yeah well i was just gonna say i really think the four-year gap was a mistake um i agree somebody's i think pat from the team was like the the third movie should have been set still on that same night and then mm-hmm. it ends with like the the sun coming up and Lori's out of it you know and she's like finished and whatnot and killed him uh this four-year gap it's like oh one thing i gotta get off my chest and this has been this has been this has been with me since yesterday uh, regarding the movie is the fact of the people doing the mental gymnastics to explain why Michael is weak. <laughs> oh, um, my God. That was so, so lame. The mental gymnastics that I have seen on Twitter to explain this is like yeah. I, I put out a tweet the other day and I say, dude, I Michael was such a geek. And a lot of comments were like, what do you mean by geek, man? It was like, Michael got his ass kicked, and he got beat up, and he got manhandled by a by a tween. 
Yeah, <laughs> this, this dude stole his mask. He stole like, his mask. He literally the disrespect. He literally like <laughs> threw threw him on the floor and took his mask. And uh, I was like, "What happened to Michael?" And people were like, "Oh, well, he's old." And I'm like, "Oh, so now he's old? Now oh, that's yeah, the thing is that he's old. He's been old the whole time. He's been old the whole time. And especially last the last movie." They kind of set up the thing where, like, the more he kills, the more he transcends and bit and becomes stronger. So I'm just like, now he's just the oh my god! The first guy goes into the cave or whatever. He like kicks him, and Michael's like shriveling on the floor. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe they went there, and I I get it. Only I would get it more if you established that. That, you know, he's an old, real man. This right. guy survived gunshots. He survived bricks. He survived an iron. See, now, that makes more sense to me as to why he would be weak, is that he just got fucked up in Halloween Kills so yeah. bad to the point where it's just like, oh, I lost all this blood or whatever. But for four <laughs> years, dude, damn. Yeah. Like, healing <laughs> needs to it's, start. Like, it's just, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's just it's just the – it feels like an inconsistency. I mean, obviously yeah. it is because he survived, first of all. I mean, he got right. a lot of damage thrown at him between two films, lost a couple fingers on the way too. Right, but, right. Uh, the ho- that homeless guy. I mean, of course, he is a ho- you know is a crazy homeless man. So I don't know if mm-hmm. I can really give his his word that much of you know validation. But he was when he was like yelling about. Well, he did say he was Michael Myers, so maybe he is a little bit crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he was telling Corey when he got walked out of that tunnel that he's been taking people in and out of that tunnel from time to time. So I assume Michael's been killing people. Yeah. Still. So he's been in the act. <laughs> right. It's not like he hasn't killed since that night. He, the guy, the old guy, I mean, the, um, the homeless guy was like, no one comes out of there. So why did you come out? And I was like, yeah, okay, well, so you, we saw this fossil of a human inside the walls too, in the, in the cave. So right. that was just really baffling to me. So, um, let's go from the, let's go from the beginning here because, uh, one thing that I kept hearing about from like screenings and like all that stuff and fan events was the opening was really good and I, that was like one pe- people's best favorite parts. And while I agree, I think I think the opening was really good. Um, I turned to Alex after the opening was done and I was like, "What does that have anything to do with Michael?" But I will say I did really like the opening and I thought it was a nice little misdirect because. As uh, as you know, this as Corey is babysitting the kid, the kid goes missing and he's kind of like and then, you know, they kind of make you believe that Michael's in the house with like, you know, shadows are walking by and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was a nice little misdirect that it wasn't Michael. And it was the it was just it was the kid kid kind of messing with uh, messing with uh, Corey. That kid was a jerk. So he uh yeah, so he so he starts uh he locks Corey into the thing. And in that uh in that moment when Corey starts to go crazy, you kind of get the idea that okay, so he's kind of off his rockers a little bit when he gets there to that point. And even when the parents walk in, I thought this was all great. When the parents walked in, you know, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. So it's kind of it's a great framing. 
you know, of like a, a base, not a framing, but like it's a great kind of, oh, this looks really bad, as if like you, right. you threw the kid off the balcony. Yeah, so they did, they did that twice with him, technically, because they did it in the beginning where he's holding, he grabbed the knife on the, the stairs, knife. Yeah. and he's the kids descended down that spiral staircase and the kid died. And then even later on when Corey, well, stabs himself and I guess kills himself. Kind of, mm-hmm. sort of. And then Lori rips the knife out of him, and it looks like when Allison walks in, like, oh, I just murdered your boyfriend. Yeah, that was smart. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought, though, I thought they, those were shot really well, you know, and they were just done really well, like at the execution of those, both, both of those scenes. So he's like, he's kicking down the door, and he's like, he's screaming and telling the kid to let him out. And the kid's being such a punk. And yeah. he's like, no, <laughs> you know, and, and Michael Myers poor, is going to get you. <laughs> yeah, poor, yeah. Poor Corey. He's like banging on the door. So then he finally kicks the door in and it smacks the kid in the face. And he, first of all, why is this place three stories? Anyway, uh, he go, <laughs> he kicked off the, kicked off the balcony or whatever. And uh, he drops right in front of his parents. Now the drop, like shook into my core. It was a great shot of the kid. You kind of see a glimpse of his neck bending and yeah. stuff. And it was that was nuts. It was crazy I, in the theater, and I saw this in IMAX. So you know those speakers are crazy. Oh, oh yeah. But so you just all you hear is like this big smack and thud, and then it's a big loud thud, and you just hear nothing else. Then the parent starts going crazy. That was nuts. It was great. It was a great opening, but then at the end of the day, I was just like, "What does this have anything to do with Michael?" But um, so I personally, I personally didn't really care for this opening that much, to be completely really? honest. Really? Okay. Okay. And the only reason why is because I, for me to have made this whole story make sense, if it wouldn't have been an accident, and he actually killed this kid, oh, I from, said that. from like frustration, like I mm-hmm. feel like that would have made more sense for him to be doing all the acts that he's doing now for him to get so irritated and so fed up with this kid that he actually legit murders this kid. Like he genuinely pushed them off and wanted to instead of it just being a genuine accident. Like that was a legit accident. Like he Mm -hmm. kicked the door open because he was scared and he kicked the door open and kid was in the way and (laughs) he got hit. So like it was a genuine accident. So like for me, that doesn't scream for me for Corey to have this shift, this subtle shift yeah. to the point where it's just like, I'm just going to kill everybody now. Right. I don't care who's in my way. It, like for me, it being that if he would have been able to express his anger on this kid, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been extremely more dark. And it feels <laughs> like that's where they want it to go. But yeah, they just yeah. didn't go there. <laughs> yeah, um, I but, agree. I definitely agree. It just it would have made more sense to me if he would have been like, I'm I'm so tired of this and I'm tired of this kid to the point where he just legitimately pushes him off of the, the off of the uh, balcony. I feel like that would have made more sense. And then we kind of slowly see like, oh, this dude's fucking nuts instead mm-hmm. of it being oh, this dude's becoming nuts. Like, you know? Right. <laughs> or what would have been cool was like a reveal scene. Like maybe all this time, 
um, all this time, it was never an accident, but he told them like they do like a flashback and yeah. he actually got out and of the room. He actually did push it. Yeah. He actually got out and he was so mad at the kid and the kid's probably was like still teasing him like, yeah, he was scared. And he was like, oh, you fucking kid and pushes him. And then he yeah. like actually did. That would actually make more sense as to why like, you know, he's always been sort of aggressive and kind of a murderer. Because right. I said I said that on, on um I said that on a non-spoiler. I was like, if the, going this route, it doesn't make sense for it to be an accident. It makes more sense if this, if you open this movie up to him murdering somebody else. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, that would have yeah, made a so, lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the approach they were trying to go for, at least, was since Michael Myers has been missing for four years, they kind of need to make a new boogeyman. In that interim, right. they kind of created a new boogeyman of sorts, and pretty much Corey has filled that void. He's the guy who accidentally killed a kid, got away with it, and he's been teased and bullied for four years, I guess, three, four years, because it was 2019, and he finally just had enough of it and snapped. So I guess that's kind of like what maybe that scene with him and Michael meant where Michael grabs him and like gives him the look. I don't, it could have been, I, I could see that interpreted Should've in two just ways. Kissed. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, really, so would have, that would have been really shocking. If that <laughs> it felt but, like they were almost just like, are they about to? No, I, like... <laughs> I took it as either Michael saw the evil in him. Just then that's why he just let him go off and do his thing. Because mm-hmm. he's old and he's just gonna let him do his thing, and then he'll tag along and I guess show him the ropes like a protege. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean he did. He did ask Michael like, "Show me, show me how to do it. Show yeah. me where." It was, when he had that uh, other guy, yeah, Allison's so, ex boyfriend, the, the guy, the guy, guy with, the cop. Yeah, that guy looked really old. That guy was a grown yeah. man. I don't understand how he was. was I, that's, I, I think that was their way of old of aging up Allison a little bit, which was it, so weird. She looked yeah. so young. Was she was really also awkward. in a in a movie on Shutter that mm-hmm. was uh, she was supposed to be a mother, and it was the most unbelievable thing. Yeah, like, it's really awkward. <laughs> it was just like I I can't believe that she has an eight to nine year old son. And granted, <laughs> yeah, people people can have kids young, but like it just, it just come on. Like it just it, she did, she wasn't selling motherly vibes to me. <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? Just no. the character of Alice in this movie is really just kind of frustrated me because I mean oh the character God, I hated it. The character's been kind of iffy in the other two installments, but I guess it was kind of okay because she wasn't as produ- you know prominently as a star you know compared yeah. to this one. Because right. it's like you're the granddaughter of Laurie Strode. You've you've seen so much horror and tragedy in your life firsthand. Both of your parents were murdered by Michael Myers you know the this of uh, this guy this has been trying to kill your grandmother for 40 plus years uh and she just ignores every single red flag this, that this kid Corey, has been showcasing throughout the yeah. entire movie i usually <laughs> don't like i usually like i um this cat like her character felt like such a 180 to the series so far yeah, um in a way odd. where like the first movie, I actually, I didn't mind her. I was like, okay, so she's the new kind of final girl for this she's generation. She's the new Lori. She's the new Lori. I get it. It's cool. Whatever. You know, it's, it's it's different. It's fun. Then the second one, they kind of move away from her a little bit. Even though Lori's in the hospital, they still don't, they still barely focus on Allison. She's kind of there. It was um, Michael's movie. Right? Yeah. So, so, that was so, Michael's movie. So then this one, it was like... 
it felt like a complete 180 because all of a sudden she's like so obsessive over this kid after the first time she meets him too it's like they meet and then she's like i want to see you and i'm like well fuck (laughs) you know and it's like and i was just like this doesn't feel like the character at all um i don't know and i remember it was it was very strange too like the writing of her because um what another member of the team manda she wrote how like they dumbed her down and uh and i responded too and like she was she was so boy strong in the film out of nowhere and even when she had a boyfriend she was very right. like mm, get away from me you know what i mean like she wasn't so aggressive like she was aggressive here and i was like mm, i don't know why they wrote her uh, like this i guess it's like, just kind of like showcases that pretty much most of the men in this town are pretty terrible i mean yeah so <laughs> that's the very beginning they've been pretty terrible her boyfriend cheated on her like right in front of her at the yeah, at, yeah. At that dance and then like the friend right. tried to make the moves on her and then he got killed by michael myers and then this weird like 40 year old man that she used to date that's like a police cop uh, you know police mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I don't know. There's just I mean Michael Myers. I guess counts too. He's a man in this town, so <laughs> so the town the town doesn't really have, doesn't have a great dating pool. Yeah, it's ahead, weird, man. Oh, sorry. I, I was just I just wanted to add that it's very strange because of the fact that Allison. My whole thing with Allison having this very strange writing for her character it's so inconsistent um but like my thing with her is just like this felt i mean i'm I'm sorry to say this but i do have a a two-year-old daughter but this felt like the movie frozen where (laughs) she meets the dude for the first time and they're like she's ready to fucking leave the town for this guy and i'm like who is he like how do you know him (laughs) like did y'all go to school together like you know like i would have loved to have Corey be throughout the whole trilogy like maybe we see him every so often Mm -hmm. or you know um or it could have been something as simple as him saying when they're walking down halloween 2018 they're walking down the sidewalk it's her her and her two friends and when she's walking down the sidewalk with those two dudes uh he like is about to walk past them and maybe he bumps into her and like, Oh, Hey Allison, they have like a slight moment or something. So we could be like, Oh, this is the fucking dude from Halloween, 2018. Oh, mm-hmm. great. It's- Cause Halloween kills was so good at adding cameos. And yeah, I felt films, like yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Like, and I felt like Halloween ends. They, we had the cameos and they were very much like, Oh, pointing at the screen cameos. But this didn't feel how, cameo heavy halloween kills was like we had reintroductions of characters that were only in the in the movie of halloween 2018 for mm. maybe 30 seconds yeah and like the the couple they exactly. were they were seen the walking nurse, out the yeah. house that was it and right. that was a cool that was cool to have them there and as the kids people you know and the kids with the with the uh season of the witch mask the uh, yeah, silver right, shamrock yeah. mask like you know so that was a really good way to kind of keep that going but like mm-hmm. we didn't have this town mourn a massacre of people <laughs> which i feel like was odd that that would have i felt like this was the perfect movie to do that in to mourn this whole town of people especially if you're gonna have four years later like have yeah. memorials like especially since michael myers is gone like have memorials of these all these people like statues or something fucking something (laughs) but like that's true it was interesting it was just really interesting one thing i do want to also add before uh Mm -hmm. sorry uh before i close my thoughts uh this trilogy 
is very odd. I know some people who love <laughs> uh, David Gordon Green's trilogy and yeah, love yeah. his timeline. But the reason why I find this trilogy super odd is because 2018 was a beautiful, and I think we all could agree, was a very beautiful reintroduction into Haddonfield. And sure. we got this wonderful story of like how the town of Haddonfield feels about Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. how the uh the strodes feel about michael myers like mom is crazy blah 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 whatever so that found that felt like a really good point to kind of leave off of and build upon the mistake was when david gordon green announced that this was going to be a trilogy that's where he failed a hundred percent and we got Halloween Kills, which felt like an 80s splatter movie, which nothing <laughs> wrong with that. We just yeah. didn't assume that was going to happen because 2018 was not that. And then we have this Halloween Ends, which feels like it's trying a little too hard to be an A24 movie versus a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where kind of some things falter a little bit. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I agree because they... What what happened with this was that the first one just did so well. It did <laughs> so, so well. Yeah. And they saw the results. I mean, and you and you know how, especially like Blumhouse, Universal, right. they, they capitalize. <laughs> they yeah, they capitalize. Especially Blumhouse. Like Blumhouse, oh, yeah. um, they capitalize on it. Like that's why there's been a thousand purge movies, because they're right. made for so little and they Paranormal do so activity. well. Paranormal Activity, and then you have Sinister One. Didn't really blow the box office away, but it was so critically it was enough acclaimed. to get a second one. Yeah, enough to get a second one. And then, I mean, the first, this Halloween opened to like I think around eighty million dollars, which, yeah. which horror doesn't do that. Like yeah. people are still shocked that the you know it chapter one opened to like one. I think it was like a one seventeen or something like that, which horror just does not do that. The highest grossing horror movie. Yeah. Like horror does not do big Marvel movie kind of numbers like that. So when they do, it's like, you got to, you got as a studio, you got to strike. So what they did was like, they didn't even announce, Oh, we're going to do one more. They were like, we're doing two. two, And this is a trilogy. And I was like, Oh boy, (laughs) because, um, Man, I just I was so depressed this weekend because I have never seen a decline in a product so bad like yeah. recently like this and not in a sense where everyone dislikes this movie or everyone disliked the last one. I'm just talking about how the first one the theaters were packed and the vibe going into the movie going into that theater excitement see i i remember it was like the return of star wars when when i walked into you know to see force awakens there were people in costumes there were the vibe in the theater was immaculate it was it was flooded it was busy concessions was like out the door right. it was it was nuts that was the same vibe that they had for Halloween 2018, every theater that I went to, I saw it three times over the weekend. Every wow. theater that I went to, it was flooded. There were people in Michael Myers costumes. Some, some, a lot of, a lot of women was, uh, was cosplaying as Lori and stuff. Awesome. It was crazy. And to go into this, this one on Thursday night, there were five seats taken and 
I was just like, man, this really? is how you, and it's not even, it's, and I don't even think it's because of Peacock. No, I think because it's just Halloween be- 2018 also, or no, not 2018, excuse me, Halloween Kills also premiered on Peacock same yeah, day. And it did well. Still did great numbers. Yeah. And it's like, I, uh, I don't even think it, so I don't think it was Peacock. I think it's just, this is how you, you, you just decline as a product. And I know there's people who like the film, who like, who, who've liked the trilogy, but the general audiences, they're just like, I think this, I think the cinema score for this one was a C plus yeah, uh, this was. weekend. It's looking like it's going to open to about 40 million, which is wow. good. That's great. But that first one, I mean, you should be, you should be doubling up your numbers, not oh, yeah. going for sure. They've, they've gone ex- excessively lower every film. So Halloween kills, I think that opened to like in the fifties. And yeah. uh, so this is around the forties and it shows me that. And I think next week, especially with black Adam, but I think next week, even without black Adam, this is going to take a massive drop just because like what happens to it. So of course you're going to have people going home telling their friends, like, I don't fucking see this man. They like, there's a new Michael and he, and it was like, (laughs) Michael's barely in it. So, you know, I can totally see that kind of talk happening, but I was just so, so kind of surprised to see that there was nobody. And usually Thursday nights is like the busiest time is because that's the opening night crowd. That's when you got to get, uh, I don't know. I was so I was so like bummed out when I walked into that theater to see like a, only a few seats taken for the last. The, this is the finale, yeah. so the last like this Halloween the, and the the whole send off here. Like this one, you know, I I usually request screeners for for Halloween, right? So I, yeah. I you know, Halloween kills. I had a screener for that, and mm-hmm. um, it was packed. It was packed in the screener. It was all press and. Um, you know, they sent me they sent me access to this. So they invited me to go see this at the premiere at Beyond Fest. And um, oh, cool! Yeah, it was it was super dope. I didn't go, mm-hmm. obviously, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, one, it's in LA. I'm I'm in San Francisco, so it's oh, it's nice. still a little bit of a trek for me. Um, but when they invited me, you know, I I was like, usually I think about it, I just deleted it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, you know, I like I, yeah. I just I was yeah. I was so perturbed about Halloween kills compared to ends. Now, granted, like I said, did I like ends? I did to an extent. Like I think this movie has so many issues with it, but overall it was it I'm, I'm in the middle it was fine it yeah, was fine. right i don't I'm think right it's as too. bad as people yeah. are saying it is yeah. but i also don't think it's as good as people are saying there, it is. there are far worse halloween films exactly 100 percent. As, as, as so much of the audience that we've seen on on social media at least you know the hyperbole about how this is the destruction of michael myers and all mm-hmm. this stuff. i mean there is like halloween resurrection like that right. movie was pretty bad you know buster rhymes is like roundhouse kicking michael myers <laughs> out of a window i mean um, we could also say halloween six right? yeah curse of michael myers <laughs> curse is pretty myers. rough halloween, <laughs> rob zombies halloween's are divisive as well especially the second one i mean the first That's one right. I, I don't i don't hate the remake don't much, get me started on that i second. actually love the second one man you were i knew it i was like <laughs> I love it because love someone it. else who's been on this show is reina i know you know reina of course oh cervantes and, and, yeah yes and her and her and i we fight on Halloween 2 so much because I 
hate it. I hate it. I think it a so, lot of people hate that movie. And, you I know, hate and, it and, so. And rightfully so. Uh, I hate I it understand. so much. I'm like, why is Michael in a hoodie? Why is he yep. listening to the country? Why yeah, is he talking? Why? Fantastic. Why is he? Why is the mask off? Uh, why does he have a mullet? When you look, it's because you could ask like similar questions in this one because it's like, why is Michael Myers like a Ninja Turtle? Why is he just yeah yeah in the sewer? sewer. Yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, they turned Michael into a Loch Ness monster or something under there. Yeah, and then like he does finally come out of his cage and starts hanging out with Corey and killing uh, Allison's boss and her and his like mistress. So I will say, I will say the buildup to Corey kind of snapping was good, but I checked my watch and I'm like, dude, this movie's been on for like 40 something minutes and we have no Michael, no Michael at all. It's been this whole, it's been Allison and Corey and I get it, but (laughs) what is, what am I, I was so jarred. I was like, dude, what am I watching? And leading up to this, leading up to this movie. Like, okay, so we saw a lot of people, we saw the rumors and we saw some reports and then they announced that we're doing uh, Peacock. So I remember talking to Larry on the box office show and we were talking about that decision. And I was like, dude, I think they do something really left field here and uh, they probably know it's going to piss a lot of people off. So they're just kind of burying this movie's marketing. And uh, it, it, it showed because I remember even like, a month ago, I was like, "Dude, where is the trailer for this?" And uh, and everybody was like, "Oh, they don't need it to release one. It's not out yet." I was like, "No, nah, no, 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 no. Nah, you know nah, why nah. there's no trailer? <laughs> a tra- nah, why nah, is there nah, not a trailer nah. for this?" It was suspicious because the trailers were very short. They were like- yeah, it was like one minute TikTok yeah. trailers, and I was like, "Dude, um, and they didn't really here? show Corey at all in the at trailer at all because they knew, bit, but not they a knew. Lot. Just a little knew. bit." But, he has his little. He has like one little line when he's talking to Lori about Michael's mm-hmm. coming for you, and I right. was like, "That's that's easy to show because it shows that he's probably just like a random new character." Right. But they well, knew what they were gonna get as far as like if they showed that Corey is transitioning to be the new Michael in the trailers, like oof. That's what makes yeah. it ironic going back to yeah. those trailers and rewatching them because you're like, "Oh, I'm seeing all of this Michael Myers action, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. actually Corey." Just and then I was so and then um uh, oh man I was so I was hoping that in the movie I was like okay this trailer and these like these screenshots from like Fandango or whatever they show Lori and Michael in one location so I was like hopefully this means that they're just keeping stuff hidden regarding the final fight because they all I saw in the entire marketing was them in this fucking kitchen so (laughs) yeah. I was, was like, it. I was like, okay, so there has to be more. They're like, maybe they're going all around. They're fighting all around Haddonfield, like the like Peter Griffin and the chicken or something like that. Right. Just, you know, I thought it was gonna be like that, but no. That's how. It, that's how I think a lot of people thought it was gonna. That's be. Well, I think what, a lot yeah, of so people thought it was gonna be her finally hunting him instead of just waiting. Just like uh, I, uh, so, and then I know we're. I know we skipped a bunch. We'll, we'll get into everything else, but yeah. When when Lori and Michael come face to face here, I didn't feel anything, and I was like, "Man, that is oh, not no, I, the I right was, feeling." I, I wasn't even scared. Yeah, like, you know, I was like, like, I I felt like she was gonna survive. I like yeah. everything felt like I was like, "This just feels like now she's going to win." Like, yeah, it's and just like, I it just I was just very felt, disappointed. It, it felt I, very um, convenient, I guess, because yes, because they established 
early on, really, actually, if you consider, mm-hmm. I mean, with the first film, that they don't have a connection, really. Michael right. and Laurie don't have this similar, well, it depends on the timeline, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right. there, there was those connections Assembly. before that they were related, and that's right. why he's trying to hunt her down, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. They established in the first film that it was more so just like, he's evil. And, right. you mm-hmm. know, she's the one that obsesses over him. And yeah. she's been waiting for 40 like, plus what do you years want, for him man? to come back. And this dude's just trying to go home. And, he's trying to go to his house, yeah. <laughs> and, and, that weird, and that weird doctor guy from the first film kind of sets their rematch in play because he's a weirdo and wants to, mm-hmm. you know, see what happens, I guess. But and then so they don't have that connection. It's just more like she's moved on and they kind of use Corey as a plot device to get them together because he's because she's well, he's following Corey. And because he's well, he's actually at this point, he's pissed off at Corey because Corey. Yeah, stole his he mask. wants his mask. Right. Yeah, and, uh, he stole his mask. So he's just like, you motherfucker. And it was just like, oh, well, I mean, while I'm here, I guess I'll fight you now, Lori. Hello. I did. OK, so your own when... William Shatner mask. <laughs> so so when uh, when she kind of tricks Corey, I thought that was really badass because I'm like, listen, you amateur. Like, I oh, knew yeah, you were in awesome. the house. You know what I mean? So he's like pushes the door open and thinks that she, that she like offs herself. And uh, she kind of shoots. Cordy was like right here. I was like, oh, what a geek. Can you, you imagine know? how anticlimactic the end would have been if, if she actually did shoot herself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, that was, that was, a, that was, that was pretty cool. But then the, when they were fighting, I was just like, so I was like, man, just y'all need some depends and let's just move this on. It's, dude. it's, like, it sucks because we've seen previous films have such much, so much better battles between the two yeah. of them. Yeah. H2O. H2O. I just watched H2O. that today. That's what that, I, was, I was just thinking. H2O was, in my opinion, officially was the perfect ending. That was uh, a that, great drag out, you know, brawl. Dude. You know, she, he's like, she, she's like stabbing him and he's like falling off balconies. Dude, and, yeah, that, that was fucking awesome. That, that, uh, that final battle, and I watched it today because I, I was like, before we get into the spoiler review, I got to watch H, H2O again because... I need to see like Lori just kick his ass. And that's what happened. And I love um the way they do it too. The realization when she when they're they're gonna they're going to escape. Her and her her and her son and his girlfriend. They're gonna right. escape. And then she just she's like, dude, he has been looking for me this entire time. He's going to find where I am. Um, so she tells them to go and the music is all swelling and then she walks up to the damn axe and she boots the boots the glass and she grabs the axe and then she like goes uh and then she and then she's like screaming his name and stuff that is so cool to me when that was happening like i was so so yeah, so excited both both that and the 2018 one because 2018 you know you kind of ignore all the mm-hmm. other stuff in the background mm-hmm. it's like okay this is the the first act because we knew going in there was going to be more it wasn't going to be this right. wasn't going to yeah. be the end yeah but right. it was going to be an awesome all-out brawl rematch where she has this giant fortress prepared if he ever did show up and he does show mm-hmm. up and we get to see all of the booby traps and all of the guns everywhere and the doors that lock themselves and the... <laughs> she had a she had a gun like every crevice of the house <laughs> yeah, yeah and she <laughs> and she had like the spikes that went through and locked him in the basement. Yeah, yeah like that yeah. part was what made it so much more awesome when they do fight. I mean, they are they are older, yeah. even though they. But it's just like the fact that the the emotions are surrounding it and the story built up to it being a really exciting finale. Whereas mm-hmm. this film, it felt kind of like an afterthought. It was just like we finally yeah. have to do this third act where Laurie and Michael fight for the final time, but you don't spend any of the film really setting that up 
at all, which is why it feels kind of jarring. It feels like a yeah. third act for yeah. the last film. They kind of like she's in this more than 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 kills, but they they both feel like such afterthoughts in 100%. their percent. If you look at the posters, it's them too. It's like so weird. So and and it's like that's why I was so conflicted because I was like, as a finale, this does not work. As no. like a standalone, okay, it's fine. fine. You know, yeah. I I I was so conflicted because I was like, why did. And when I saw it, there was four writers, I said, oh, boy. You <laughs> yep. know, that means there was different ideologies. Everyone had a different difference of Everyone's opinion. Everyone's head. They Everyone's needed one person heads. to no. be the main benefactor here. Exactly. Everyone yeah. was probably like, oh, no, Corey should take the mantle. And people were like, no, no, he's, we got to end it with Michael. And I know the writer's room was a mess, you know? Oh, 100%. So, so when, okay, so when they were building up Corey, like I said, I liked it. Then he finally snaps a little bit and stuff. And the first instance was like he kind of he kind of lured, uh, he lured uh, you know that guy in there, and uh, you know he kind of holds him still while Michael does his <laughs> does his stuff. So listen, the Batman and Robin thing with them too, I actually like I, I dug it. I'm not gonna lie. So no, when they like do like that a was when great. they. When they go on like a freaking mission together, they go on a mission together and, you know, Corey is Robin. He's he's an amateur and yeah, he he's trying to up. watch. He's he's looking back at Michael. You can see him kind of looking off screen and we could tell that like, OK, he's looking at Michael like, am I doing this right? Like, yeah, it's, like, it's <laughs> good. It's Michael, good here, right? Michael like, is definitely <laughs> the pro in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Corey was like, messing up. He let the girl <laughs> run inside the house and then yeah. exactly. Michael just barges in. And like Kane out of the WWE and just <laughs> throws her against the wall and stabs her. Like he it was stabs like, him. And then, you know, then he kind of looks at Corey and Corey's like, okay, I got it. He's like, all right, my bad. You know? uh, I got He's, it. Yeah. Next time. It, I, okay. So I got a kick of that. I got a kick out of that. And I kind of wanted more scenes like that, like a couple of more scenes uh, of them. I would have that. You know, if we would have met. Team. If we would have met Michael like 20 minutes in again, right, we could have <laughs> yeah. had that, right? We could have yeah. had him building him up to be this official protege of Minnie Myers. And I guess it, it's interesting because they were like, how would they, they obviously don't communicate well because Michael doesn't speak. Oh, yeah, Michael doesn't speak. So yeah, be, can, like, I wonder what their language. answer would be like, you know. We can, we can I think we saw it, him yelling at him and them fighting each other like they're yeah. fucking frat brothers. Like, you know, like. Okay, so, oh, man. All right, so. There's a moment in the movie when Corey he like officially snaps snaps. Now he's like he wants to he wants to be the new Michael. Yeah. So this scene, this scene just made me so like <laughs> sad. Not even like angry. I was so sad because I have I have been idolizing this this man. Like, like my my entire existence since I first saw him on the big screen when I was like seven or eight years old. I've been idolizing this man, and a little bloke, a little like twenty one or twenty two year old guy, he walks into the cave. He looks at Michael, and he just tackles him, and they start struggling. And I'm like, Michael is struggling with this kid. Yeah. So then he he pins Michael. He pin, like he wins the fight. Yeah. And he takes Michael's mask and I have never been so like 
man, look it was how humiliating far my, and it I was, was like secondhand embarrassment. Dude, I was like, <laughs> look how far my hero has fallen. It's, I was like, it, I it, couldn't believe what I was watching. It doesn't help because it kind of demystifies him. Like we've kind of, it right. says like, because like I've said before, we've built up this man or, you know, or maybe not a man. I guess that's kind of the yeah, question. Whatever he is. He has this know. aura around him. He's like this figure of evil that could pet, that isn't even a man at all. He could be, he's literally a figment of evil that if he, the more he kills, the more he transcends. Like we heard Laurie say that in the last film. And pretty much that's what it felt like because it seemed like no matter what they did to this man, Michael Myers was killing everyone with ease and he just mm-hmm. went off into the sunset and i guess or in this case it's a sewer and now we're seeing four years later he's like you said he's getting bodied by Corey, and it's like yeah. and what happened like he was getting he was uh, getting like that he was getting treated dude. the same way by that guy the allison's ex-boyfriend too until yeah. Corey helped him so it's like he doesn't even really do much of the killing in this movie i mean his like i mean i don't would you would you count his would you count Corey's kill to Michael in this technically? Cause he smacked his neck after he stabbed himself. I mean, otherwise that it's, it's yeah, that he has like and, a, I think he has like two kills in this whole film. Well, so, I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. he gets help when he kills Allison's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and he stabs that woman. He, into, that, he into sells the, Allison's friend yeah. in, into the wall. And that's yeah. it. That's so <laughs> really it. Corey okay, does so, everything else. And it was so boring how he just snapped Corey's neck. And I was like, Man, we saw that already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we saw that in Halloween Kills. You <laughs> yeah. know, it was anticlimactic then. It's anticlimactic now. It makes you, you know? wonder if Corey wasn't such a jackass. Like, they could have just continued to be partners and friends because right. they were That's getting what I along. To see. That's what I wanted to see. And then Michael ends, and then we kind of passed the baton to, to yeah. Corey. Because here's what I'll say. Listen, all right? Here's what I'll say. When he gets the mask, I was like, oh, it's going to be a thing where he looks all... Okay, do you guys remember uh, Rob Zombie's first Halloween Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. in 20, 2007, I believe. Do you remember when little Michael puts on the mask and he's like a dwarf and like, you know, oh, yeah. the, the mask yeah. is all huge on him? Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen to Corey. I was like, this is going to look so campy and hokey and he's going to have no, this big he ass He automatically mask looked face. like he was seven feet tall when he put the mask on. <laughs> so, so, so listen, <laughs> okay, so here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. Because when he grabbed it, I was like, don't do, don't do that. Just don't, that's going to be really idiotic and stupid but he looked good and i was like okay maybe that's just that's still uh still the guy the actor who's playing him still in the suit but i i put that all aside because i was like i can buy him as a young type of new michael myers i was i was really rocking with him for a little bit no and i'm with you because like it reminded me of uh the batman Matt Reeves, the Batman. How we <laughs> honestly had this very adolescent Batman who's only been being Batman for like two years, uh-huh. and he was very amateur at it. And the, and this felt like that. You know, you felt like this was a very amateur Michael Myers. Like he was getting his ass kicked, and he was getting overpowered by um, people and things like that. And I thought that was fantastic to see. It reminded me a little bit of Scream, but. At the same time, like it wasn't as goofy as Scream. Yeah. It, it right, still yeah. felt like this dude is still trying to fucking kill me. And out of everything in his power, I'm not hearing him really grunt. I mean, he grunted, but like, I'm not hearing him grunt like in Scream. It was like, Ugh! and just, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you, like you, you still felt that force, that power right. be- behind his, uh, his act of trying to kill you. And, you know, I, and I liked Corey. Um, to an extent, 
But I really feel like they need if they wanted to go the proxy route, have Corey be this obsessive person. How we had the doctor where yeah, it's yeah, just he's yeah. super obsessed with Michael Myers and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he finally meets Michael and he's like, I got the same evil you got. Look in my eyes. And you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm, la- I'm laughing because you bringing up Dr. Sartain reminded me of how much I laughed when he popped up and had the mask on when Alton <laughs> yeah, was in the Yeah, that, okay, so that, that is how I thought Corey was going to look. You know how, how he looked so goofy? I thought Corey yeah. was gonna. I thought that was gonna be Corey, like running around, no. looking all goofy with the mask. But it was a nice little fit, you know. And you, we, they even do the shot of like where you have the shot of his hand holding like a weapon, right? And his, it's like a young, young kid's his hand. hand was also wrapped as well. The same, yeah. Hand. And I was like, I really kind of dig this. And he goes on a spree, and I was like, the little spree, it was fun. It was. And then yeah. I was like, I was really. We were watching it, and I was like, dude. I don't mind this, man. I'm kind of digging this. And then he just dies. I was like, <laughs> what was the point of all he, of that then? He did all he needed to do. He was like, well, if I, I can't was, have Allison, nobody can. He, like, that they was so thought, weird. They like, probably it, thought like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to want him dead. But I'm like, no, I kind no. of just wanted to I would have loved like, him to stick not, with it. Yeah, I would love for him to get away. To be honest, yeah, like I would oh, love to have to drive away, not necessarily with Allison per se. Like yeah, I didn't care yeah. about that, but I would love for him to get away because that would have definitely left a little bit more room t- if they wanted to continue this. Because um, you set up a new generation of Michael Myers. The exactly. new Michael Myers is Corey. It's, exactly. It's, Fine. It feels like they literally were like, "How how do we get rid of him? Like, what is the fastest yeah. way to get rid of him so we can have the final battle between Laurie and Michael? Oh, he's gonna kill himself in the living room. Oh <laughs> man, right." In, in, in the in the name of being trying to make it to where Laurie Strode will stay alone forever, when it we didn't need that. Laurie Strode was doing that by herself. Like we, you know, what I'm saying, like we we didn't mm-hmm. need we didn't need for him to be like, no, now you're officially going to be alone. Allison's going to leave you. Blah blah blah. We were just like, wait a second, though. Hold the fuck up. Forty <laughs> years she was pretty much alone. She got her kid taken away from her and shit, and she was mm-hmm. alone prepping up to fight Michael Myers again, like. I, I, that does not give me this emotional attachment because she pretty much just met her granddaughter like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. the irony of that is she still ends up leaving anyway. So. Right. Exactly. She <laughs> so still she's, left. She's still left, regardless. Like it, it just it didn't make it didn't make an entire amount of sense to me. To where I was like, I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel this. What I'm supposed to feel, I'm not feeling. Yeah. And I think they, they definitely missed the mark there. But I would have loved if Corey would have become this new Michael Myers. And, and it would have been Corey Cunningham, which I believe was a, a supposed to be a nod to Friday the 13th, Sean, Sean Cunningham. I figured that was it. I mean, between that yeah. and then it reminded me a lot of Friday, the, the Friday where they had the Roy Burns, the, the fake right. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> right, true. Yes. I, um, I, I think what they probably thought was that People are never going to accept this as a new thing. I think they, because I can honestly see them going back and forth with the decision of what to do with Corey. And you marketed the movie and said this is the last, not the last Halloween movie ever, but this is the finale of Laurie Strode. That, like, I'm totally fine with this being the finale of Laurie Strode, and then we move on to new things. Like, I, I would have been totally for the movie more if mm. they kind of treated it as an end game 
end Avengers Endgame wasn't the end of all the MCU. It was right. the end of certain characters and the end of a, a end of a saga. Right. And if they would have treated this as an end of a saga, Laurie Strode has moved on. Michael is dead, but there's a new bloke. You know, there's right. a new one. Exactly. Yeah, and, can, uh, this is not the end of Halloween either. Like we know right. there's going exactly. to be more Halloween. This has obviously been proven to be a very, very profitable movie. Yeah. So it's like, I think you would have left that door open if you just maybe, maybe um, um, Laurie shoots Corey and then she fights Michael, but then she checks to see if Corey's still there on the ground and he's gone. And then fine. You know, I'm totally down with that. And then in the new Halloween, it's Corey and Allison, I don't know, like Lori, I don't know, Lori's in like a nursing home. I don't know, something. <laughs> just like, I think if I, if I remember correctly, this is the last of their little deal they have where Blumhouse, this is, yeah. this is their three pictures she's, and she's then they done. can then they can do something else. So I have to wonder, maybe they could have done that. They could have kept him alive if they were going to continue yeah. to do more films. But they since they're not, they're like, oh, well, we're just going to tie up this loose end say no more and we're gonna kill cory <laughs> never mind <laughs> no yeah, more kill no everybody more um yeah so i yeah, was I, I was i was really bummed with that decision and stuff but uh i i so clearly the big thing that would they were keeping from audiences was the cory storyline and yeah. the new michael myers kind of storyline yeah. uh overall i just um I was just kind of bummed by the by the way this all wraps up, and we haven't even really gotten to the end fight because, first of all, we've seen it before, and it just like the it didn't feel earned when it, was it pretty came. Fast. Like, it, yeah, it was pretty quick. They fought in a kitchen, and uh, everything in the trailer that they showed that they showed in the trailer was the scene. That was it, you know? And right. then besides the part where she like pins him to the table. Um, even in a sense, that was kind of in the trailer when she's about to take off his mask. So she takes <laughs> off his mask and um, she slits his throat. And for some reason, she slits his wrist, too. I'm like, just, just top his head off just, again. I don't know. Just to make sure he's extra dead, I guess. That, yeah. So I, I laughed because she threw the fridge on him. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> yeah, right he gets her leg. like he, he gets out of the uh, the knife kind of pin uh, one last time. And he's like choking her. Then. Allison runs in and she's screaming. I'm like, what's happening here? Uh, and then she finally Allison, regretted everything that she's yeah, been, she's been kind of difficult this whole movie. Allison randomly, like, she breaks his arm. I'm like, what is going on here? Anyway, so after this, this this, this got a little hokey for me. Because after this, it was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to really <laughs> end it this time. And the town is doing the town thing. Like, oh, they had God, like a block so, party. It was so cringe. It was like a Macy's parade of like Haddonfield <laughs> with Michael as the float. And- well, I mean, they tied him to the top <laughs> of the, the car. So once I listen, here's what I here. Once I saw that damn shredder in the beginning, I said, oh, so someone's dying in that. I didn't know it was going to be my man, my man, Michael. They, but, they, uh, really, they really made sure it was definitive. And he's like, he's not was, coming back. Was, because even if he even if he's just looking dead, you know, there's a body still. There might be some way to get out of that. But nope. Mm-hmm. He's literally yeah, nothing completely now. Completely obliterated and shredded him. Um and uh, they move on. That was the that was the movie. Lori, Lori kept the mask. On. Lori kept yeah, the mask. Lori kept the mask. Which I, I can see as like a symbol makes sense. of like yeah, of a symbol like look what her, I did. Yeah, like her, her yeah, conquest. I finally overcome it and yeah. on top of that, like it, it's kind of like 
a hunter keeping their their head of their, their kill. Yep, yep, yep. It was like so, a deer on the wall. I can, right. I, I guess she's probably going to put it on something. I would love to see that. I mean, I mean, we won't, but it'd be funny to just picture like her mantle and there's just like a Michael <laughs> Myers head on the Michael mantle. Myers right, her, right. Her so. drinking some scotch while she's on a roaring fire. <laughs> I mean, she's writing her um, memoir, so she's yeah. I also true. like the reveal that what that little the what she was saying in the beginning was was the ending of the movie. Oh, the, right. You know, mm-hmm. like. The, the the book or the memoir or whatever so yeah i like i like that stuff yeah yeah so um that was it that was halloween ends and um yeah a, a lot of people online are like this is gonna be a cult classic in 10 years and i it, doubt it, that yeah i don't, I don't think, think it's that's going to happen i think I, halloween kills will be a cult classic before this is though i agree i don't think this is gonna age very well no. Because even when I was watching it just now, I was like, oh, "Man, you know? yeah." <laughs> like, um, it's com- it's the comparison because Halloween Kills was just pure mayhem, like, right? Michael and it Myers was drastically was, different. Michael yeah. Myers was just murdering anybody in his vicinity for the entire exactly. film, and, and I this think that's just kind of sad. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to be you know, overall the main factor of what will become a cult classic and actually be like, oh, this was actually a good predecessor to this. Um, But the thing is, this trilogy as a whole is just so disconnected. Right, I agree. That, like, I feel like this is really hard for it to become a cult classic because of that. Uh, It just, Mm. in you know, if this wasn't a trilogy and if this was a standalone movie like Season of the Witch, um, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I do think it would, but... I I really think that this was. I mean, they they basically said they originally pitched it as a two film, uh, well, the duologies, those technical terms, the, right. the two of them, yeah. and they back were going to wait and see. Film. They were going to do them back to back, and then if the first one did well, they would do the next one. Obviously, the first one made a quarter billion dollars, so right. they're like, all right, never mind, not well, just one more, two more, and it really feels I, like they were spinning their wheels on what to do for a third film. Because it's because I mean, especially because both 2018 and Kills take place the same day, and the stories feel connected in that way. Like we've mentioned, mm-hmm. there's there's cameos for characters that pop up in both films. Exactly, and that makes they, the most sense. They feel much more connected together storyline wise because of it. And I really feel like they had an ending here. They wanted to have the final battle with Laurie and Michael Myers for the last time, but they kind of just wung it for the first two thirds. Let's make a new character, introduce this Corey guy. And then eventually we'll get to the Michael Myers glory finale that everyone wanted. I think if you kind of just mash together some of the elements or took away some of the stuff from Halloween kills, you could still keep some of the rampage elements. Cause that's just fun in the Halloween film. Mm-hmm. And right. I have that final battle tacked onto it. I really feel like you could have had a good two film arc as opposed to stretching it out, having this four year delay. I think the pandemic also probably changed a lot of their plans for this. Oh, I'm sure. Because it seems like they had a lot more time to kind of spin their wheels on what to do with a third (laughs) film. And I feel like maybe that extra time they should have ignored that extra time. They could have just left it as is. Cause I would love to know potentially what this originally was like if, you know, before they changed everything and had this four year time jump and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because, right, I mean, we if we think about Halloween and Halloween Kills, like we waited for the success or whatever, and granted, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends were officially their back-to-back movie that they wanted to do. And 
with them having that time, I agree with you, Tyler. I think that them, them having that amount of time really needing to wrap it up, I think ends was a completely different story. And I just think that it probably didn't fit as well. And I'm assuming I'm obviously pure speculation here, but I'm assuming that in Halloween ends, we got that fourth writer a little bit later for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. because I think personally it was supposed to be Danny McBride and David Gordon Green writing this story. Mm-hmm. And then we got Chris uh, Bernier and I think Paul Brad Logan was on this as well. Yes. Um, and on Halloween kills, we had a third writer, which was Scott teens, which Scott teens is also working on the new exorcist movie as well. Now here's the thing about Scott teens. Scott teens also wrote firestarter 2022 well that's well it's interesting how they're connected because the uh the the john carpenter and all them also did the score for firestarter firestarter as well right they're all connected it's you know it's 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 hard to say what's going to specifically happen but does this make me excited for the exorcist no yeah (laughs) I, i officially have lost excitement for the exorcist but but uh if if the exorcist is anything like the first Halloween with the same gusto and the same introductions and so on and so forth, then I'll be into that. Yeah. But yeah, if it's we'll anything see. like that, I mean, if it's, if it's anything similar, I guess, it, I mean, they're very different horror films, but if they're anything structurally similar, I'll, I'll, I think this first one they do with the exorcist will be great. The second right. of the exorcists will be yeah, a little bit crazy, but in the middle, <laughs> And then they'll end in a very weird way that we won't expect. Like it would be like that with the Halloween, what they did with Halloween. So I agree, yeah. you know, and, and granted, this is a movie that's technically written by comedians, which nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But yeah. they there is a different take. I do feel like when we are seeing this in when it comes to seriousness, because I feel like every comedy, no offense to comedies, I'm personally not the biggest fan of comedies, but every mm-hmm. comedy kind of ends the same. Like, especially if it's like a romantic comedy, but every comedy kind of ends the same. Um, But us having the Righteous Gemstones writers, mainly the Righteous Gemstone writers were the only Mm -hmm. ones kind of writing this. Um, They brought a lot of people back for Righteous Gemstone. Um, (laughs) Like, I want to say Jeff Fradley was the first writer um, for Halloween with Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. Um, So super interesting. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what David Gordon Green is going to do with The Exorcist, I'm still going to watch it. Um, someone on TikTok actually posted earlier this, uh, in their TikTok saying that uh, earlier this year, or this year in general, is the year that killed um, remakes. And I 100% disagreed with them, yeah. uh, where I was like, no, this year did not kill remakes. And you know how many remakes came out this year? <laughs> yeah, we just had Hellraiser. <laughs> well, yeah, we had Hellraiser. We had Halloween. We had uh, Scream. We had uh, Firestarter. Like, there were so many remakes this year. It, don't even get me started on Let the Right One In. There's a show out of that now. Right, like, yeah. So th- there were so many remakes this year that I disagree heavily that this year did not kill remakes. This year was very surprising with originals because we had so many originals, but this year definitely did not kill remakes. And we see that happening with the exorcist being made. Uh, we get, we get another scream next year, which those are my boys. So I got to, you know, shouts out to them. I think I, that, I think that exorcist is supposed to come out next October. 
It is. Yeah. So they got to start over. making that soon, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's. In, I think it's currently in pre-production still. Yeah. So I mean, I, they got to start soon. Yeah. If they're gonna <laughs> come out next year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah. we haven't heard anything about casting really for that. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> but um, I'm intrigued. So so yeah, I uh, so with that being said, um, overall, I just think. Uh, um, once again, I'm just a little bummed with how the the movie like ended and this this uh, trilogy ended. Uh, I didn't hate the movie again. Like my my mom called me today, and she was furious. You know, your, your mom didn't like it. Yeah, she's what a massive Halloween <laughs> fan. She just yeah, she was just like she's in a car and she was she went like almost thirty minutes just like tanking on the movie and like, <laughs> and I get it. You know when you get like super casual fans, uh, and you I I feel like a lot of like I think hardcore fans are gonna probably appreciate what they were trying to go for, but I think super casual fans who just want some slasher Michael Myers fun yeesh you know because like <laughs> it's gonna be a little jarring when you go in and see that he's kind of shriveled and he doesn't really do anything in the movie so right. yeah she hated it so I, um i do wonder where the franchise will go next because i mean of course you know yeah. they, they can call this halloween ends but it's the 13th movie they're not going to just stop making them because they make no, a lot no of money way. so yeah. it'll, it'll be like who who will get the rights next and what writing and directing team and what story will they do? Cause it's like, they could do another timeline where they make up a whole new story with, Michael I think it's Myers. time for that. I think it's time for that. Or, I think this is, this is our third or fourth iteration of Laurie Strode. <laughs> right. And I think it's time to move on. Well, it's like, or they could just do the same. Could they get do the route similar to this and they can pick up with mm-hmm. Jamie Lloyd and they can just ignore certain films with jamie lloyd daniel harris sounded down to do another one when they talked to her at the premiere for halloween ends uh i don't i don't know if that'll be as profitable just because just comparison wise like daniel harris isn't as big of a star as jamie lee curtis but i think those films do have their own audience i mean i would love to see daniel harris return i just don't know if i just think if you like as much you know i think if you if you do that next like okay this is the new i just think the timelines is just what's ruining these movies i think (laughs) you need to completely get rid of the timeline and completely start new and i and i don't even say like start new like what they try to do with rob zombie i think start new new story but we're using the character of michael myers it's brand new but this is the character of Michael Myers, and it's a brand new take on him. It's a brand new story. No Laurie Strode, no hint no of Laurie nothing. Strode, no no recasting of Laurie Strode, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just a brand new slate. Because I love this franchise. I go through it every single every single Halloween. I watch all of them, even the ones I hate. I I love the franchise. But it is time. It's been time. <laughs> like, uh, it's time because you can't go from like Halloween one and two is Laurie Strode. Then we did season of the witch. Then we go into Halloween four and five. Then we go into the curse. Uh, then we go into H2O, which is like we're getting rid of all the other movies. Now it's just Halloween one and two is a new timeline. Then you then you change your mind on H2O, and now we have Resurrections. Then we tried to reboot the whole thing with the new Laurie Strode. That didn't work out. Those movies bombed. Then uh, we, we, we brought Laurie Strode back, and the new timeline is the first one, 
and the and this new one here. Mm-hmm. And now the new timeline is the first one, 2018, kills and ends. You cannot again be <laughs> yeah. like, okay, guys, now we're doing the new Laurie Strode, and this is a brand new spanking timeline. <laughs> or you can't. I don't even think. I I love the idea, Tyler, but I think it's also like now we're doing the new timeline, which is Halloween four, <laughs> and this new movie. I think that's just. I'm just no. saying it's it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I, is possible. But you can like, just yeah, do possible. what they did. I, a lot. I like the idea, but I'm like, as a if I was just a, someone who was listening to all of this, what? <laughs> they know? have the blueprints. They, they, I I just think it's time to wipe clean start over and it's hard when it's the reason why i was so pro the Corey cunningham storyline of him being the new michael because it's really hard when you have the like okay scream can go on forever because it's oh a yeah bloke it's, it's, it's a bloke. always a constant it's new always a new guy put on new guy or female yep. um putting on the mask and being the character and being like ghost face right and you have What's why that why that franchise is so brilliant is because anyone can do it. It's like Spider Man; anyone can be Ghostface, and it's like you have the voice box. That's fine. The problem when you get into like legacy characters, like like Freddy, Jason, and all that stuff, it has to be that character, and mm-hmm. that's what that's what that's why it's really hard to look forward to the future is because you can't keep Michael Myers like alive forever, you know, unless you keep rebooting the same story. And how many times can we see, oh, the kid woke up and he was evil. And now Laurie Strode has came across his path. I think we got to move on. You know, (laughs) it's been time to move on. It could help, though, Mm -hmm. if they went back to Halloween 4 and then because Jamie's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, Laurie Strode, is supposed to be dead. So they That's don't get Why Tyler wants that damn Daniel uh, Daniel Harris fucking? <laughs> I mean, just 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 do what they did with the first film. The first uh, of their films, it works. You know, the first film for Halloween, perfect masterpiece. Or Halloween or. four, just go right where it ended, and, <laughs> and Jamie and Jamie Lloyd was you know murdered someone and donald pleasance uh, is freaking out just go from there ignore her being mute <laughs> and all that weird stuff with that ugly mask in halloween 5 or the fact that oh, like it was so bad or she got murdered but oh, had like man. a child with michael and all that stuff and curse that was weird it was but was so <laughs> just ignore those we could go off of four have her be in like an insane asylum for like 20 30 years because she killed somebody and then pick up where we left off with daniel harris we don't got to bring up laurie strode because she's dead Fair. They even tried to bring Daniel Harris up in the uh, in the reboot, the Rob Zombie reboot. Um, well, yeah, and, she was. You know, she, yeah, well, she, she was in it, too. right? Yeah, yeah, she was in there. Yep, yep. Yeah. I listen. I um, I like Rob Zombie's Halloween, the first one. Like, I don't, I don't hate it, but like, I just want to get this off my chest. Um, I need <laughs> Rob Zombie to never write movies again. I need <laughs> him to never write, and I'm not even like. His ideas are fine, but dude, like the amount of naked women that Michael has to kill in this damn movie, it's nuts. And his dialogue (laughs) is some of the worst dialogue. Like his, his writing is abysmal and I don't care what anyone's like. I, I, 
I know there's like diehard Rob Zombie fans with like you know House of a Thousand Corpses and you know all those other movies. I get it. I you know I I agreed. I get it. Even as the resident Rob Zombie fan, I I don't think his dialogue is the strongest aspect. No, I I just finished watching this. Like I watched it earlier today, and um. I just need him to never write movies ever. Like direct them, <laughs> fine. I'm totally fine. But they're like the the amount of dialogue that are just about the dialogue is either about Michael or it's about sex. That was it. Like every character is obsessed with sex. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, do you have any other or anything else to discuss? You have like, hobbies besides. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I I was listening to this movie, and it's one of like the one of the most gross movies to listen to as oh, yeah. a as like like if I like if I had like a family member in the next room, I just I turn it off. It, it's, it's like it's, it's one it's, of those like <laughs> popping in like, wait, what the hell are you watching? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of I'll skull fuck shit out of you. No, screaming like, at each other fuck, the whole movie. Dude. That's Everyone's fair. screaming at each other. Oh man, and I but I dig it. I really like Tyler Maine as as the shape. I think he's one. I think he's my favorite. But like because I'm trying to, to, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm trying to like envision if I saw these iterations of Michael in my house, like who would I be most scared of? And Tyler Maine has always been the one because he's, he's a massive, fucking he's dude. fucking massive. Like, the guy is like a truck. The guy is like <laughs> seven feet tall, and he's like he's like a freight train. And if yeah. I saw him at the at like my entrance door, I would just just I wouldn't I would freeze. That's what makes and, me laugh though about the Rob, Rob Zombie's Halloween because you see like this child Michael Myers and it's like how did he grow up to be that? Yeah, <laughs> he's all like, polite and like mom, when can we go home? And then he turned into this damn monster. Um, I always like Tyler Maine's Halloween. I mean uh, Michael Myers, not the second one, Ugh. but yeah. the first. His I always liked. The way he embodied the character because he's just so intimidating. And I thought his walk, like, okay, so oh, his walk was fucking. I think what's his whoa. what's his name? James Jude Courtney that yeah, does the, uh, new the newer one. Yeah, yep, yeah. His mannerisms as Michael is great. Where like he kind of embodies the Michael Myers that doesn't feel anything or right. doesn't like has no emotion. The turn the zero. Yeah, emotion, because the the way he there. turns his head, the way he walks. Right. Like when that in the in twenty eighteen when he's like when he first gets there the kids bump into him and he pays them no mind he's kind of just looking oh, yeah. for a prey he, yeah so then he kind of does a weird turn where he like doesn't he's not looking at anything but then he goes to the he goes to that garage and picks up picks up the hammer and all that stuff and then he takes out the old lady and then he just moves he's very on. mechanic right that yeah. I thought he was great. But Tyler Maine is just fucking. In, he's scary because he does he's like a, a fast walk. He yeah, does like, like a he's like his actual my, force. Like he his Michael like was he doing genuinely his, trying to kill you. His Michael was doing like a fast walk. I'm, that shit yeah. freaks me out. I was like, he's so yeah. fucking big. He, he yeah, killed, that, that he killed Machete. He did. Yeah. He did. He did kill Machete. <laughs> he was his that friend. He was so, nice to him, and he still dropped his. He still his dropped head. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so I know this was a this was a Halloween ends thing. I had to get that off my jacket about Rob. No, nope, fair, fair. I I also wanted to mention really quick that yeah. it looks like uh, David Gordon Green pitched three Exorcist movies as well. So it's going to be an Exorcist trilogy. Yeah. Oh boy. Well. 
What's that mean? Well, why not? I guess. <laughs> Here at we this go. Point, I'm so. kind of nervous because what's her face? Ellen Bernstein's in that, and she's like 90. Yeah, Ellen Bernstein's uh. in there. Yeah, she's like, she go. I hope she makes it for the whole trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they kill her off early. I don't know. You know, it, I I'm in I'm intrigued because The Exorcist Three is still my favorite. But hey, we'll I, I, I still love <laughs> the original the most. But the third one is is pretty good. But that's it's the fair. thing with that franchise is like it. I don't really feel like that that movie i mean they needed a franchise for the exorcist not at all no they like, definitely why, didn't why are we still making them <laughs> it, it, it didn't seem like a franchise to me when i watched the first one <laughs> that makes a lot of sense but um yeah halloween ends <laughs> well well yeah i was just gonna he, i was just got, gonna he got turned into mulch <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna wrap up here i think um I think that's all we got for this spoiler review. It's all we have for the film. This was fun. Um, I agree. If, if I uh, if you know, if you ask me if I recommend it, uh, I I I all I would just say give it a shot. I don't completely. I wouldn't say like no. I would like, it. Yeah, if this was like resurrections. I'd be like, no, I'll get out of there. Don't don't. Nah, like, I would recommend this it. This is just not. A, it's not that why bad. not? If you've watched the other two, you may as well just complete it. Like you already just got halfway it, there. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, you might you you will have some different difference in opinions and like stuff, it. but um, I still recommend it to an extent. You know, if you're a fan of the franchise, if you're mm-hmm. if you're if you want to watch, if you want to just complete it, I recommend it. But um, with that being said, everyone, that is it. Thank you guys for joining us. I really appreciate you guys all for listening. Uh, I hope you liked our discussion, our full length discussion of the movie our scream spoiler talk went about an hour this one just going went about an hour 20 so um definitely had a lot to talk about when it came to this one because a lot of more stuff happened and uh, i had a good time so i want to thank tyler and prince for coming on i'll go around this call um get everyone's social medias i'll start with you tyler let everyone know where they can follow you man yeah well if you search up my name tyler calvert you'll find my youtube channel for reviews reactions rankings you know have many videos for halloween and hellraiser lots of other halloween related content horror content on there and you can also find me on twitter and instagram and it's tyler calvert all right and um let's go to you prince thanks for coming on again let everyone know where they can follow you of course thank you so much for having me y'all uh you can find me over on twitter at the head night that's night with a k um you can also hear my voice on nightlight a horror movie podcast also night with a k uh and yeah you'll pro- probably sometimes see my words with bloody disgusting as well um sometimes with fangoria sometimes with shutter um so i guess all the the major outlets for horror you might see my name in there sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yes sir um thanks again for coming on and uh yeah everyone you can follow me on twitter at cinemaniac 94 you can follow the podcast on facebook twitter and instagram as far as the schedule for the podcast this is we're this is really late so i'm probably going to release this uh as you're listening it which is sunday so i'm releasing it today you know, because we we're, we're going to be recording this. This is we're going on midnight my time in the East Coast, so I'll release it. I'll release this on Sunday after I get all the editing done and stuff. And uh, Sunday as well, we also will have box office with Larry and I to discuss the Halloween ends as opening weekend. We have Throne Watch again tomorrow night, uh, and then we also are going to have for the week. 
our uh, Black Adam review and spoiler review, most likely. And any other shows will come about how the news is going to be for the week. So we'll go off from there. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler. And that was Prince. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.